Sorry, Chuck. I've converted. I bought a new pair of sneakers yesterday. They are not Converse. This is either A, not that big a deal, or B, marks the end of my existence. Every so often in life, two things you care about come in conflict with each other. The musically inclined athlete must choose between song and sport for the pep rally. The beer drinker must choose between great taste and less filling because no beverage could possibly satisfy both criteria. The mother must choose between saving Macaulay Culkin or Elijah Wood as they both dangle off a cliff. Fortunately, I'm neither musical nor athletic, I don't like feeling full and have a dull sense of taste, and Macaulay already got thrown off the cliff. Decisions have been made. Spoiler alert for the good son, by the way. That said, I still have my occasional crises. Like the time I had to choose between Nader or those other perpetrators. Or whenever I peruse the menu at Red Robin. It all looks so delicious. Or, most recently, when my sneakers started disintegrating. For nearly as long as I can remember, I've been a Converse guy. Every year, when fall rolled around, I would go sneaker shopping with Graham, which meant we would go to the mall and we'd see if my feet had grown in the past year, and then I'd try to convince her to buy me a Nintendo game. Inevitably, I would get a pair of Chuck Taylors. Like Marty McFly before me and the Tenth Doctor after me, Chucks have a long history of being shorthand for I'm an outsider. Well, not always. I guess at one point they were shorthand for I'm basketball legend Chuck Taylor, these are my sneakers. But let's say for the past 30 years it's been the outsider thing. Wearing Chucks immediately makes you a member of the non-mainstream crowd, which in itself is kind of mainstream. It's a non-mainstream mainstream, though. It's an easy way to tell people, I'm not like that yuppie over there, I'm cool. That and, I only had $40 to spend on sneakers. For example, if I see a girl wearing chucks, I immediately know she's probably a somewhat like-minded individual. She's practical, she likes Radiohead, and her toenails are probably unpainted. All very important facts. Likewise, if a girl sees me wearing chucks, she can assume that I too am practical, like Radiohead, and probably don't paint my toenails except on special occasions. Now this is not foolproof, of course, particularly in New York where there are many genuses of the Chuck phylum, but it's a decent rule of thumb. And there are usually other indicators if something is awry, excessive glitter, ironic unitards, an 80s Madonna motif, and even crazier stuff on women. Point is, while Graham stopped buying me sneakers about a decade ago, I continued buying Converse. Granted, it was at a much slower rate as my enormous Sasquatch feet finally ceased growing, but I continued nonetheless. For the past six years, my everyday sneaker was a pair of Converse Skate sneakers, low tops, simple, no frills. I had a couple pairs of chucks I would rotate in occasionally for dress purposes, all black chucks for weddings, but for the most part, these skate sneaks were the way to go. They were comfortable and good for walking, and skating, and running, only when chased. But six years is a long time in sneakers' years, and at a certain point there's only so much duct tape can fix. It won't, for example, keep the sole connected to the rest of the shoe, at least without external tape, which means revealing to the world you're duct taping your sneakers together. Take it from someone who knows. After the last big rainfall a couple weeks back soaked my socks, I decided it was time to retire my old kicks once and for all. They had a good run. The funeral is next Tuesday. Please RSVP.
Six years ago, buying new sneakers would have been an easy decision, or converse. But somewhere in this past half decade, the converse side of me, the side of me that at age 10 declared I would only wear converse for the rest of my life, after saying goodbye to kangaroo super shoes, met face to face with the enviro hippie liberal douche side of me. The enviro hippie liberal douche side of me has always been there, but in recent years he's gotten a bit more vocal. And while the Pat Rafferty of six years ago was mostly concerned about simplicity in his footwear, the Pat Rafferty of yesterday's shoe shopping extravaganza was more concerned about harmful chemicals and sustainable agriculture and <sighs> recycle. <sighs> Sorry, I fell asleep there for a minute. What were you saying in viral hippie liberal douche pat? Oh, right. So after this great internal struggle, I opted to ditch Converse and do the environmentally responsible thing and stop wearing shoes entirely. No, wait, that's the Pat Rafferty of six years from now. Yesterday's Pat Rafferty just bought sustainable sneakers made from hemp and jute and other monosyllabic recycled materials and 100% post-consumer certified organic... Man, am I sleepy. And so are my feet. It's like they're sitting on a big old puffy cloud, or at the very least, recycled foam insoles. So what happens when the Chuck-loving side of me finds itself at odds with the hippie-loving side of me? Well, apparently I become the yuppie over there I was loathing all these years. What can I say? I had more than $40 to spend on sneakers. I think the greatest irony of this whole debacle is that the sneakers I wound up buying are biodegradable. That's right, my old sneakers were falling apart, so I decide to buy new sneakers that are designed to disintegrate. I choose B. This marks the end of my existence.